It's the Wings Things podcast. Um, I, so this podcast, let me bring him in right away. Uh, I'm going to call you Popcorn Jake if that's cool, if we're going to do this. I mean, I, I have no other name at this point. Okay, so when I was in Fond du Lac at my old radio station, my buddy Jake from college would come on our show, uh, and we would just make a fucking mockery of everything. So we can <laughs> swear. We um. I love that you should start with it was under the guise that I was some type of Chicago movie reviewer, uh, and I would talk about the movies as if, as if I had seen them. But then after about a month or two, we just threw that away and going, well, I think this looks good. I don't think you should pay for this. Because we both went to lacrosse, but you live in Chicago. So yeah. I did. I billed Jake as a Chicago movie <laughs> review guy. And so what uh, we do is pull up Rotten Tomatoes every week, <laughs> pick three movies that were coming out, yeah, and then Jake would. I, my hope was that you had seen. I don't know how I thought you were going to see them before they came out, but my hope was I that think, you had seen them, and then you would basically just review the the synopsis. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the two things that you're failing to include is you mentioned when we were setting this up that you respect my movie opinion, so I had some semblance of expertise. I've seen too many movies. So I knew kind of what looks good and what doesn't. But, yeah, I think maybe in the entire couple of years we did it, I saw maybe two or three movies before we actually talked about them. Yeah, on fa- it was on Facebook one day I said, I need someone to do a movie review segment on my show. And, and you I said, I'll do on. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I called Jake uh, like at work, like I'm doing right now, mm-hmm. and we would pretend to talk movies. But we did the segment for about three years. It was Fridays at 840. And it was just supposed to be a short little segment, but Jake and I would just start talking and talking, mm-hmm. and then we'd bring up things about lacrosse where we went to school and make <laughs> yeah. references to shows nobody saw, like Awake, yeah. and we'd Ooh, talk about... <laughs> one Awake or Terriers was one. Yeah, but I didn't see that one, but I mean, you could have made references right over my head. Yeah. And then Badger Basketball, we'd talk about, oh. so it was just... And there were there were people that... I mean, there were two times really when I got backlash at my station because in Fond du Lac, no one was listening. Yeah, one when you I cursed and you forgot to edit it out. Yep. Okay, then three. Um, so mm-hmm. that, one time we played a song by the Fray and played goat noises over it because <laughs> of the chorus. Yeah. And then the other time was about once a week, I came here for a real movie review. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to go see this movie because of it. And then I'd respond... Dude, I'm 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 just fucking with everyone. Uh, well, the other thing is, is hey, if these idiots want to throw me, you know, I can give out my PayPal. If they want to throw me some cash, it's like fifteen fifty for a matinee in Chicago. So if they want to throw me some cash to go see these before I talk about it, I'm sorry I told you to avoid Bucky Larson. Uh, <laughs> that's not on me. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was not helpful, but it gave me a chance to catch up with Jake. Yeah. And that's uh, what I'm doing here. But because of that, we're going to call you Popcorn Jake for eternity. I mean, it's the return of Popcorn Jake. It's like a phoenix from the ashes. You know, I'm coming up to, to talk about nothing about movies today, although I might sneak something in. Well, I started. So this podcast, this is the Winks Things podcast, and it's mm-hmm. probably episode uh, seven. And I started it in March. And the goal, the goal is the goal is once a week. I was going to talk to three people and make mm-hmm. it like a like a Jimmy Fallon type talk show where you okay. talk to three guests. Uh, one time I talked to one of the uh, 
uh, bosses here. And we talked for like 50 minutes. I said, let's just make that an episode. Another t- And that was about like music career. And then another time I talked to a part-time guy here about if I'm a Packers apologist. And that was another. So, you know, when you have a podcast, it's a very niche format and you're supposed to stick to it and people will find you. But I've had podcasts about sports. I've had them about what would you do if uh, real life was like the NBC show Revolution. Okay. Yeah, I'd just kill myself. I basically did a job interview with a music director. And so there's no format to this. And eventually I hope to do this once a week and like you be a part of it. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't know if I have the drive to get us there or the talent to get us there. So I wanted to at least introduce you to whoever's uh, listening to this. When I first moved down to Chicago, my buddy and I ran uh, or started a website where we just rambled about sports. It was most under the guise of gambling. And we did a podcast once a week, twice a week when it started. One was to introduce the lines. Um, we do every NFL game by game. And then the second one would be going over who won the week. And then at the end, the end of the season, the loser of every the total had to do five shots of whiskey, I think, as the podcast started. And I lost every year. Um, but it, the podcast thing is we, were, we did it 10 years ago is when we started it. And so it was kind of just dipping your toes in the water of, I have no idea what to do with this. I have no idea what the format should be. And now it's kind of blown up where you could go, you know, I want to make this a WTF or I want to make this like a, you know, this American life type. You know, there's more archetypes there. Yeah, you could have been on the cutting edge of stuff, man. Yeah, instead we were lazy and we're like, no, this is hard and editing is stupid. So let's just get busy with work and never do this again and let the site die a sad, painful death. See, for me, I don't like, I don't like need this podcast to succeed. Uh, I, I have, <laughs> I desperately do. So I'm <laughs> waiting for this to fly. I have four hours to talk on the air every day. Um, mm-hmm. I would like it to succeed, but again, I have no direction, no idea what it's supposed to sound like. Uh, I don't know. So we're just, I'm going to bring in, Jake from time to time and we're going to talk and that's going to be what we do. So, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you know, putting this out there, like I'm taking a chance and I'm doing this kind of stuff. Like nobody is your boss on this. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Boobies. (laughs) Big, big old boobies. Mm -hmm. But so the reason I've always wanted to bring you on anyway, that was always the, 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 the plan. But then I had tweeted something out uh, during one of the NBA games because there was one point where I think it was uh, Warriors Rockets. James Harden had that dunk over Draymond Green, which was great. Which was a fine dunk, but what I mean, people overreacted. What's Draymond supposed to do? Let him have it. He at least challenged it. <laughs> but then, like, he's talking about a great defensive player. Let's not say like it's you know you're treating Draymond like he's on the Sea Cavs or something. Like Draymond Green's a great defensive player. I understand that. And he tried to make a great defensive play, and Harden got the dunk on him. So mm-hmm. people, what I'm saying is people were acting like that dunk was the greatest dunk ever, and people were acting like that game was the greatest game ever. This game, the NBA would tweet, this period game period, which I cannot stand. Oh, some people would just tweet, basketball, give me seven of these. Like, every time yeah, there's we a... we haven't had seven of these. But every time so there's a good game in sports, people act like it's the first time they've ever seen a good game in sports. No, but it's the first time we've seen a good game in probably 10 games of this playoffs. Like, I, here's what I never understand about it and why I thought it was a bad take. 
like the conference final for that point had been decided by like 20-ish points each game. And then we finally get a close game in which they almost went to overtime if Kevin Durant doesn't pass or Clay Thompson doesn't take a ridiculous shot. Um, so you can't be mad when people finally get excited. We get a game between the two best teams in the league. Nobody's going to argue that. You could argue maybe Boston and Cleveland just because of LeBron are up there, but Houston and Golden State were, were by far and away the two best teams in the NBA this year, at least as far as talent goes. I know Golden State kind of took some time off and Steph was hurt. But, you know, we were looking for, you know, Frazier Ali, and what we were getting is Tyson just pummeling everyone, and then finally we get you know, somebody step like a finally a game, and then we get excited. Yeah, it was an exciting game. We deserved it. We wait. We deserved to be excited without being reprimanded by you on Twitter. Well, I, that's my point, Jake. Is that I don't. I've seen this lately from fans. Is that we think we deserve a I good didn't game. Say that. We deserve to be excited, or we do, we deserve the right to get excited about a good game. I never said we deserve these games. I mean, it's something you and I constantly complain about with Wisconsin sports fans is, is that the constant success of the Green Bay Packers has made us think that we deserve a championship every year, and no one realizes how difficult it is to win a championship at any level in professional sports. But getting excited for a game is not something to shit on. I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like anytime there's a good game, we have to basketball also you are coming at probably one of the more entertaining nba twitter is the most entertaining of all the professional oh it's the best yeah it's the best and you know it produced games like this produce the best content when jason tatum's got 21 in the middle of the third quarter and just and then they're just demolishing lebron and the Cavs. you're not going to get nba twitter coming out and getting super jacked for that yeah, but um, I think one of the big problems is, and I don't know if you know this, I, I won an award for how good I am on social media. Oh, boy. Uh, oh so boy. I think I should have a little more clout in telling mm-hmm. people how they can or cannot act. I don't know if So you... we're back to deserving <laughs> <laughs> on who deserves that you're the Twitter czar. I like to look at myself that way, yes. I try to mm-hmm. tell... Bucks and Brewers and Packers fans, how to be fans. And oh, it's one of the things people hate about me. It's, it's awful. Fandom is, well, that and being called a virtual, uh, virtue signaler. So, I mean, you get that a lot on social media as well. So I'm glad you called me so I could tell it to you in person. Oh, that I'm a virtue signaler or <laughs> yeah. whatever? Whereas, by the way, I love when you click on the timelines of those folks. It's just, what is it, the chef kissing the, the fingers together. Like, they, you couldn't be more on brand. Like we're we're two but, white guys that grew up in white towns. Am I wrong to think that I would have not been tased if I was Sterling Brown? No, one hundred percent, you would not have been. <laughs> I know. You probably wouldn't have. It wouldn't have gone more than a parking ticket, and then you're on your way. But even if I acted like I'm shot for shot, mm-hmm. I still don't think I would have been tased. You wouldn't have been cuffed. You wouldn't have had a million different things wouldn't happen. You wouldn't have had backup calls. So many people, we had some people call the show. Some guy said, I'd tase him myself. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is where, this is where yeah. we're at here. And there's so many people that say, well, he should have taken this or he should have done this or he should. All right. Tell the girl who got sexually assaulted that she shouldn't have had more than three drinks. I mean, so it's, a, it's not, 
exact one for one there. But, but what yeah, you're doing I, is you're 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 the justifying the rea- the bad you're justifying the bad correct. action with the the things that caused that bad yeah. action. You are correct. And the other thing is that makes this that I haven't seen a ton of brought up that makes it this even more depressing is how none of this would have happened if it wasn't Sterling Brown because it happens every day. <laughs> And yeah. because it's Sterling Brown, it's getting, but the Milwaukee Police Department has been doing this for decades, and finally, somebody's shining light on it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, on air, I thought things went okay today as far as me trying to get my point across, which was that if, 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 uh, I just, I was just trying to admit that I understand what white privilege is. Mm-hmm. And if you are a white person and you don't think you have a white privilege, like I've been pulled over for speeding thirty times almost. Is that a brag? Yes, I have one ticket. Yeah, I used to, you know, stumble around brag, right? downtowns hammered, and one time a cop gave me a ride home. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I'm just saying that when I am pulled over, there are so many things that I don't even think about that other people have to think about, and it's all because of. You know, yeah. decades and centuries of racism in America. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say decades is a little short. Centuries is probably closer. A um, couple hundred years if we're going back. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just wanted to clear that up with you. What else have you been up to? Because we haven't really talked like this in a yeah. while. Well, big thing is um, I'm putting together a proposal to buy an NBA team with my buddy Joe. Um, we're looking at the market, you know, let's look at the worst run teams in the National Basketball Association. Um, we've got the Kings, the Suns, Hawks, Orlando, the Nets. Um, but I think we're settling on the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Kings are set up kind of nicely. They got a young squad and they got number one overall. Whether they take Aiton or Doncic, they're going to be set up. Suns have the same thing. Uh, my wife hates Atlanta, so I can't go there. <laughs> Orlando, I mean, it's the same thing with the apocalypse scenario you said. If it's just live in Orlando or kill myself, I probably kill myself. Um, and the Brooklyn Nets, Damn. you know, they're not going to sell because they've been one of the most successful money money laundering organizations um, by a Russian oligarch we've seen in this country. So we can't get the Nets. So we settled for the Grizzlies. I think we can put something together um, uh, now. The first thing people say is, what experience do you have? No, no, that's, that's not the, the first thing is money, Jake. Well, I mean, we're open to investing. So you and your buddy, who I take it have no money. Well, that's, I mean, that's objective. Or that's, you know, subjective. Compared to those that could buy an NBA team, you have no mm-hmm. money. Yeah. You're going out there and saying, hey, let's us two buy a team and just invest in us? Yeah, invest in the future, really, Bart. Oh, because that worked around here so fucking well. <laughs> so here's what, I mean, what if we were to go to Shark Tank and just be like, give us our money, we're going to turn it around, you're going to make your investment back, you can make a cock out of Mark Cuban, you know, who <laughs> says no? I mean, if Damon John turns around the Memphis Grizzlies and wins two or three titles with us, well, Cubes has got one and is running the Mavs into the ground because he refuses to tank, like, who says no at this point? So why why do they need you then? Well, one, you know, I wouldn't have given Mike Conley that contract, so I'm already <laughs> having better ideas than anyone that's there. Um, here's what I'm going to do. We take over the Grizzlies, and we first say, 
step number one, we put a sign on the door saying, open for business. Give us your bad contracts. Hey, Tristan Thompson's making $19 million a year. We'll take it. But wouldn't mind taking that uh, pick off your hands, too. So like Osweiler. Wiggins is making $25 million. Well, we need a guard for a few years until that money runs out. And we'll take that pick off your hands for you, too. So we're just going to buy up all the bad contracts in the league with picks attached to them and then just start building. This also includes hiring either Hammond or Messina. I don't care which one. Um, any, anybody in the pop tree. And then maybe for GM, I don't know, what's the highest level employee in the Celtics or Warriors organization I can get? Um, My brother works for Golden State. You can get him. Yeah, but he, <laughs> he's, not on the, he's not on the GM side. I don't know. Budenholzer started as a video coordinator, and Eric Mangini was like delivering pizzas before he got a job with the Jets. All right, fine. We'll hire your brother as GM. Nice. That's not a hard sell. Then we tank. We're getting picks from all the bad contacts we're eating. We're getting uh, picks from just being terrible because Tristan Thompson and Wiggins are starting for our team. And then five years from now, we're looking like the Sixers. And in Memphis, which, you know, is not terrible as far as southern cities go. So you told me that you had a plan to buy the Grizzlies. And I just laid it out. No, you basically wrote like a Bill Simmons article, Jake. (laughs) Well. On how to turn around a team. I thought you were going to convince me that you actually, like, have the capital and ability to buy a team. No, that's insane. Who has enough money to buy an NBA organization? (laughs) What are you, crazy? So then, who? Where? University in Chicago. So how how long after this podcast is this? Like, what's next? I'll indulge you. We start the hashtag. Let Joe and Jake run the Grizzlies. Oh, because okay, all right. Start (laughs) start a GoFundMe and start a GoFundMe and like all GoFundMe's raise a hundred dollars of your five thousand dollar goal. No, I mean we're gonna need more than five thousand. I'm guessing in the couple hundred million range, which you know. You know, everyone thinks that that's so much money, but then you, you get a dollar here, a dollar there, $50 million from somebody else. I mean, I'll give, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a, I'll give you I just cashed 100 out of Bovada. You can have that. <laughs> oh, that's another brag. No, uh, I had a lot more than that, but mm-hmm. there's this new game called, like, Sl- Street Slam Ball mm-hmm. that, you know, every time I put money in Bovada to bet, I ended up, I end up playing the casinos. Oh, it's, I've stayed away from that for years. Also, there's this new thing called legalized gambling. Um, so it makes sites like that pretty much useless. But my top, I need to cash out a top bet that EU tomorrow, just because I'm otherwise, I'm just going to keep using some offshore site that'll never send me my money. Yeah. They, I just got an email from DraftKings that said they're going to do a sports book. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was, you more investment ideas. I was talking about, like, wouldn't it be a great idea to right now open up a bar that has a promise that, like, as soon as it passes, we've got your book? I don't think that's how it's going to work, though. It's going to have to be state by state, but... But uh, there were all these bar owners. One of the news stations did a story with these bar owners that were, like, fucking pumped that they can run square pools. Now, that's not how it works. No, I mean, you'd have to have some type of hook hookup in which you'd have the same thing in Vegas, that light board in which you'd have to have an overall site that feeds you um, the lines and true lines. Um, but I, I guess I haven't read the bill enough. 
or at all to really know the ins and outs of what is legalized. But I'm assuming it would be the same as any sports book you walk into into Vegas that has a bar. Yeah. Or you just walk into 7-Eleven and you pick up a parlay card. I don't think that's going to be what it is. So instead of arguing with offshore accounts, I get to argue with the guy behind the counter at 7-Eleven on why this parlay <laughs> cashed. No, I think it's going to be like... <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm just, I got five people in line for a fucking slushie. <laughs> I told and you I we yelling. pushed on that. You did not have the half point. I'm yelling. No, you gave me five with the hook. <laughs> and they won by six. It is not, it was six at tip, but you gave me five and a half. I think it's going to yeah. be more. A mess. <laughs> I'm just shitting on all your ideas, I know. Well, here's the other thing is that, like, A, I have no idea how this wasn't legal before then. And we can thank Adam Silver and the NBA for really kind of spending, I guess, Chris Christie, which is weird to say thank you, Chris Christie, for doing something, um, for pushing this forward. But I'm really interested to see, especially because these leagues are going to clean up. And if I know anything about professional sports leagues, they're going to take that money and they're going to invest it back into the future. Do you want to uh, have me read some of the responses to my tweets? No, I'm good. From MAGA members. Mm-hmm. We can pass. Hard pass. On you don't want to hear? Yeah, I can go to Twitter and get sad on my own and not have you do it to me while we're talking on the telephone. There's some people that are like off of my tweet that I said what I told you that I think if I was... If I was in that situation, Sterling was. Mm-hmm. I went to got tased. There's there's like responses, and I don't know how, but this is like, I got more response on this tweet than ever, and I like interacted less. I normally I'm fighting with people all the time, but well, that's debatable. <laughs> there'd be there'd be uh, like somebody would really cut me, and it'd be like that motherfucker. I gotta respond, and then I'd look, and it's like David K seven five eight four three nine. They've got one tweet. It's a retweet of Trump, and it's uh, got two followers. Yeah, I told you, when I looked at some of them, the, the timelines were very on brand. Well, they're all bots, too. Well, I mean, that's a little bit of, that's another award-winning uh, Twitter handle inflating yourself. Like, I am so popular, bots are just coming after me. Jake, you got to promote yourself, man. Oh, that's what do you think I'm doing this podcast for? <laughs> well, don't crap all over me in the process. I won an award. Speaking of the process, Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> One of the things we're going to do is really get the fans involved, too. If we're going to shit the bed for as long as I planned us to to get really up there, we're going to need to get them involved. We're going to need to just sell this team bad, and we're going to have – you know, like old school ABA style giveaways. I'm gonna hire the ghost of Bill Zach to come and do my promotions. You should take like every thing teams that have made teams successful ever and try to do. Like, just find a guy whose name is Michael Jordan and start him, mm-hmm. uh, and then find a LeBron James and start those two guys, and then constantly compare who's better. Oh boy, I mean. That's what the Lakers are going to do next year. They're going to sign LeBron and TG and then trade for Kawhi. I kind of think LeBron stays. 
I think it's probably up in the air at this point, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's in LA next year, especially if they get PG and can put something together for Kawhi. Yeah, but now you're out in the West then. Yeah, but I mean, he has two houses in you know LA. But they're not going to get through Golden State. I mean, they might not, but you put Kawhi and PG and LeBron on that team, you could argue that they're as good, if not, they're on the level of Golden State and the Rockets then. What if he signed for the minimum and played at Golden State? I that's a, I, there's no chance that would happen because that's, K, that's KD's team. And I think, I don't know if he allows that to happen. Yeah. It's the same thing with like him going, you know, once again, you bring up Simmons. If we're going to go to full Simmons podcast, I'm going to bring up to you why he's not going to the Sixers either, and then we can do a fake greeny read. But um, I, I think it's either Cleveland or L.A. But if he stays in Cleveland, he can't be the GM anymore. He can't justify paying Tristan Thompson $19 million and bringing in Corver or keeping J.R. Smith's corpse around. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm with you, Jake. Do you have a movie review before we leave? Um, let me think. I saw Infinity War a few weeks ago. That was pretty good. Yeah, so they're not all like, how are they gonna get out of that? I didn't see it, but I know the ending, and I think most people do. And if you don't, uh, well, turn mean, us off and go listen yeah, to fucking spoiler, something shittier. Spoiler alert! I mean, when they are announcing that Jake Gyllenhaal is gonna play the villain in Spider-Man: Homecoming two but you kill off Spider-Man at the end of this movie. Also, they've announced Guardians 3. There's got to be another Black Panther movie because that movie just made too much money. Also, it was really good. But, like, you can't kill off... Like, I understand that, like, Loki and Gamora might be dead, but you can't kill off then half of your mainstay with a lot of them having announced sequels. and It's cheap storytelling. So what's going to be like, oh, they weren't dead, they were just... Their souls were in a bucket or something? Yeah, it's going to be the soul. Oh, my God. We're about to go full just comic nerd. Uh, they're going to be probably in the soul realm and figure out a way out. Well, that's dumb. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you, but the premise that this scientist has a massive green thing living inside of it, that when it gets angry, it gets bigger. It, you know, that's not exactly like highbrow movie writing. But I'm going to pay $15 to see it and love it. Uh, that's Popcorn Jake. Uh, you'll either hear from him a lot on this podcast or we'll never talk to him again. This is going to tank this entire podcast. Jake, I got the numbers back for this. I wouldn't quit your day job. <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. Although I did quit my day job when we started Popcorn Jake. I thought that was going to take off and I, may, I bet I'm the wrong horse. Well, I really did too. Uh, and I'm sorry about that. And uh, I'll double my entry to your Memphis Grizzlies bid now to two hundred dollars. I'm loving it as a sign Sounds of my like apology. A, uh, ownership group signing. Yeah, again, there's no there's no rhyme or reason to what I'm doing here. I'm just recording audio and putting it online, and that's about it. That's what we call the hard sell. You know, well, that's what I'm doing. But there's there's a guy I know that does a podcast too, and there's this other podcast that like. His podcast is going around and finding podcasts and then dissecting them. So a little meta. Yeah. And if somebody's doing that to me, like I'm telling you right now, I've got no rhyme or reason for this. Mm -hmm. I'm just talking to people. None of us do. You've just described life. (laughs) 
Yeah. None of us have a rhyme or reason for any of this. This is just part of the computer simulation that brought Jake and I together and now on <laughs> so the phone. Quick. All right, bud. Yeah, I will talk to you. I, uh, I'll give you an indie update if I talk to you next week. Uh, heading to the Indianapolis 500 this weekend. Um, have you ever been? Yeah, this will be my fifth in seven years. Oh, yeah, um, let's talk about that. I don't <laughs> We were wrapping it up, and now we're – it's that – Well, next week. That's a tease. We'll tease. Now you'll make me oh. do one next week. Oh, you can do the greeny tease then. Yeah. Coming up, why the Indianapolis 500 could save your life. Oh, you kind of sound like them. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'll try. I'll try next time. Fucking man. I try to tease like, but I always try to pay it off the next break. But Greeny's teases <laughs> would be, they're like, he teases something at six and he gets to it at 850, but he's teasing mm-hmm. it the whole goddamn time. Yeah. he's. It's almost like he's very good at his job. Yeah. And I'm very bad at mine. Mm-hmm. Coming up. But the Green Bay Packers have never drafted a female at linebacker <laughs> right after the break. Well, I, I think I know, but I gotta hear I gotta hear another person's voice say it. I'm sticking around. I gotta I gotta hear this. Thanks, Popcorn. All right, later, bud. So thank you to uh who we're gonna call Popcorn Jake at Lamada two four eight on Twitter, L A M O T T A two four eight on Twitter. I would love to feature him uh more and I do plan to do that. I, I think as I'm doing these podcasts, this is sort of like a, I'm doing them, but why am I doing them? I mean, I know why I'm doing them. I like doing them, but why, what's the value for a listener to listen to them? So this podcast is very introspective about that. Uh, and I'm going to take you now into the power of this format. And we're going to go to uh, Riggs House. We're just going to flop down in Riggs' house, uh, Riggs with Kiss FM. I did have a conversation with him. Uh, he's got a bunch of podcast equipment, which I would love to soon get to do more of these from my house. As right now, I do them at work. So we're going to go into Riggs' house. Really, we just bullshit for 12 minutes, and that's it. So <laughs> Riggs. Let's go into his house. Wayne's World Effect. Uh, Riggs, Kiss yeah. FM. Hi. Uh, is joining me from... You're, I'm in your house. I know. Thanks for coming over. Because you were on my podcast. Yeah. Riggs off the radio. I just plugged my own podcast on your podcast. Is that is that in poor taste? No, I think we've got so many podcasts at the fan now that I think... I want someone to start a podcast that just focuses on our podcast. <laughs> a podcast about podcasts? Yeah. I would listen to that. Because Tim and Billy have one, which yeah. is really good. But I think you really got to like be an, a, a, you got to know a lot about our radio station to like it. Okay. Um, I do one, which is haphazard as shit. There's no rhyme or reason to it. No. Well, there's not one with mine either. You don't really... I didn't want a direction with mine, kind of like with yours. Like, you, you, you put yourself in a corner if it's a nothing but politics or the chicks on the right. But All then that's how you go this. big. I guess. I mean, my wife, the podcast she listens to is Bitch Sesh. Yeah. Which is about Real Housewives. That's all? Yeah, once a week they do oh, okay. uh, like an hour long podcast. So she likes it and she knows some of these sports podcasts, you know, but I don't, I do a sports show. I don't want to do a sports podcast. Then last, two weeks ago, I don't know when this one's going to be done, but I did a sports podcast with Dave. Yeah. And I don't know, who cares? You just heard me on the radio. Why do you want to hear? I yeah. just, I, I think this one's going to come out after my soccer specific one. Okay. Ain't nobody going to listen to that. I well, did one with your boss. 
nobody fucking cares about that one either. Oh, I saw that. You were talking to our boss. I was like, he must have been so excited to be on that podcast. He was. He loves talking radio, man. That's what did you talk did. about with Brian Kelly on we that podcast? We talked about, and it's uh, episode three you can find. So we talked about, because I was a program director at a music station. Yeah. So we talked about being a program director at a music station. Sure. And I did it without any experience. It was all trial and error. So I just kind of bounced off him the things that I did. And uh, just also it served as an interview in case the sports career flails. So, you know, I like to... Dabble. <laughs> dabble. I like to dabble. But uh, who else has a podcast? Dabble. Uh, I think there's going to be another one starting about gambling. What, Gamblecast? Sparky started one about Disney. Did he really? Yeah. Somebody told... I, they said to find something that you are passionate about and do a podcast about it. I want to do... I'm passionate about skydiving. Like, we talked about that on my podcast, briefly. With, with you. me? Yeah, with you. We talked about it on my podcast yeah. that you were on. Well, yeah, your podcast that I was on is what I meant. Anyways. But, yeah, skydiving. But how many people would listen to a skydiving podcast? Well, okay. The thing that I'm most passionate about is me. Well, then talk about yourself. <laughs> Which I am, but who wants to listen to this? I do. I, I want to talk too. about the fact that you don't want any kids. It was hard for me to find another woman that didn't want, or another a woman that didn't want kids, and you also found a woman that doesn't want kids, or does she? Well, I don't know. I don't want to like do a podcast and say we're never having kids, and then we do, and then you're going to go back and listen to it and be like, oh. And then my kid listens to it, and I talked to this guy today because uh, I always think if we're going to have one kid. You got to have two. Sure. I got to keep each other company. But it's like having a, cats. You he's only one got cat. one and he loves it. Who is this? Uh, a guy. Who cares? Oh, who cares who it is? Yeah. It's a guy I talked to. It's the guy with a kid. He's got one kid and I said, you got to make another one. He goes, why the fuck would I do that? I, one's enough. Yeah. I go, but he goes, I give her everything she wants. Yeah. And I said, no, you didn't. You didn't give her a sibling, man. And he says, <laughs> he says, ah, she's got enough friends. Friends come and go, man. Yeah, siblings are forever, I guess. Siblings are forever. So I thought, <laughs> great. Oh, I thought that uh, if you're going to have none, you got to have at least one, and then you got to have two. No. Wife and I are not having any kids. We're stopping at zero. No kids for us. We're probably there, but I, I just, I don't know. I When I was like 10 years younger, I, that, that itch burned in me. To be have, a dad. To have kids? Get it. Get it done. I'm, I've got three brothers. That has never been a, a, a feeling in my body at all. Ever. Not once. But then it went away very quickly. I also was very cautious about what I was doing in college or not doing because mm-hmm. I didn't want any accidental slip up. No. I didn't want to be one of those guys. And I, You I, hook up with a chick. She gets pregnant. You're, you're stuck, stuck with a kid. With, you're yeah. stuck with her. Yeah. You're a part of this person's life forever after you have 10, you have five minutes of, you have two minutes of joy. Right. And then you're stuck with this person forever because you created a life. Yeah. What is that? Because you wanted to get your jollies off, right? Because it was after the Lambda Cow mixer. And yeah. you thought it'd be fun to take Betty up to the room. That's so stupid. But Betty wasn't really on birth control. She was lying. So can you uh, convince me why to never have a kid? I don't want kids personally because I had, I was like, I babysat my little sisters growing up. They were much younger than me. My oldest, my oldest sister is 25. Make sense? I'm just testing the quality of your mics. (laughs) See if you can breathe into them heavily. (laughs) How is the quality? Are you happy with them? I really like the atmosphere of your house. It, it's a different dynamic than at uh, the work studio. Isn't it? It's much more like 
not it's terrible. way more relaxed. <laughs> yeah. This is why I like taking a, a have a setup for uh, to do a podcast wherever you want to go. Because I would like to do, why can't we be outside? Why couldn't we be at a bar and doing this? It just doesn't make any sense to be cooped up in the studio that we already have to be at all day. So the kid thing. No, my, I had to babysit my sisters, right? Always had to babysit. And my dad was like, this is you being a part of the family. I didn't get paid for it. So my parents are saving money on a babysitter while I'm babysitting my sisters, which is fine. The youngest 25, what are you, like 35? Yeah, I'm 35. Is my oldest sister 25 or 23? I don't know. She that's just, a big she just had a She just had a birthday. I think she's 25. I want to say 25. But that's neither here nor there. My sisters are much younger. I potty train them. Oh. Yeah. I've been peed on by two of my three, two, of the, two out of three of my sisters. Uh, Did you know that girls, when they pee, when they're little, if they don't put their legs together, they shoot their pee forward? I'm still not sure how girls pee. I don't either. I have no idea. Well, I know because I've seen it. And I've been peed on by a girl, my little sister, when she was I'm four. Not, I'm still not. I don't or know. three, yeah. Very young. But I've, I've, I like being able to drop whatever I'm doing and go out and travel with my wife. Uh, when we when go to dinner, we want to stay out a little bit later. That's fine. We have a dog at home, but he's fine. He just... He's a dog. You know, if a dog's at home by himself for eight hours, it's not the end of the world. So I uh, I get the allure of not having kids now, but yeah. I think the biggest fear for me is a selfish one, is that when I get old, who's, t- who's one, taking care of me? Mm-hmm. Who cares that I die? Yeah. I mean, with when my, like my grandpa, let's say, or my father-in-law, they die. And then the wife's left behind. Yeah. But she's got a whole support system of her kids there. You know, it's a really hard time, but she's got her kids to, you know, be with them. You can at least see a little bit of your spouse in the kids. Yeah. And if, if I die, when I die before my wife. <laughs> You're already planning on it. She's just going to be alone. Yeah. And there's not going to, I mean, people will say, oh, your nieces and nephews will take, what the fuck do they care? No, they don't. I mean, we're close to him, but I honestly, I don't think that far down the road is that bad. That's way I too, think far, too far down the road. That's way too far down the road for me to think. I don't know if it's bad or good. If you live, to, if you think too much worrying about the future, it's too much you can't control. Well, I've told you on one of these how much I worry about the future. Oh, I know. And then again, what will the world be like in fifty years if I do live that long? It's going to be a shit show, man. Will there be robots? There's already robots. What are you talking about? Well, they rule over us. No, they chase us. And have you seen some of the robots now? The way that they run. Why would I want a child when I could buy a robot? You, you know, know what's gonna happen to you? You're gonna be like 60 years old, and then you're gonna adopt a kid. No, I don't ah. think so. When I'm 60, I'll adopt a 17 year old kid. He's got to be 17 and 11 months. I'll hang out with him for 30 days, and then I'll say, get the fuck out of here. I'm done with you. I had you for 30 days. You know what I want? I want a five-year-old kid. Yeah? So he's past potty train. Yeah. But he's not like... Verbal. He can talk. He can communicate. Yeah, he's like a little buddy. Yeah. Uh, And then once he gets to his sixth birthday, you open up his back and hit a reset button. Yeah. And then he resets back to five. Just a five-year-old kid all the time. Yeah. (laughs) because <laughs> then he never gets old i don't have to like have the talk with him he's not too young that he shits his pants all the time yeah he's just always five so i, I want to adopt a kitten but i want it to stay a kitten forever 
So mm-hmm. like every six weeks, I can push a button on the kitten and it would revert back to being a kitten. It would never get bigger than the palm of my hand. It would always mew. Ooh, I'm a- allergic. I hate cats too, but if it, I'm fine with kittens. I just hate cats because they're assholes. I guess what I just described was a dog. Yeah. But I want to be able to talk to it and stuff. Sure. Like, hey, kid. Hey, dad. So you want to be able to talk to something and have it talk back to you? Yeah. You got friends for that. You don't need kids for that. I don't really care. And when you don't have friends, you have the internet. There's always somebody out there that's going to listen to you. So this didn't really help either way, but... I can't convince you to not have kids. I can only show you why I don't want kids and why my wife doesn't want kids. You know, the other other thing thing is our our age difference, too. Mm -hmm. Well, mine's a little bit older. My wife is a little bit older than me, too, and I think she's at a point where she's like, I don't want to do that right now. Uh, So you just started your podcast? Yeah. Rigs off the radio. Rigs off the radio started May 18th. And it's going to be on Kiss. Uh, it's not going to be on Kiss. It'll be on wherever the you listen, the Google Play or the iTunes. Oh, you're store. not even going through your own thing, your station. Well, yeah, it'll be through Kiss, yeah, but it's not going to be on the actual radio. Oh, it's yeah, called yeah. Okay. Rigs off the radio. I didn't know if you were going to like completely go separate. Oh. Well, I mean, I'll talk about it on my show. Mm. I would think I'm going to talk about the family video thing. I talked to the people from Family Video. I thought it was fascinating. The other day, <laughs> there's still a video store in operation. Yeah, maybe I'll just play the rest of yours after this. Okay. Because the best part about these podcasts, and I've done like seven of them now, so you'll learn soon. Yeah. Is that just the I don't the quality doesn't have to be. Who cares? Yeah. Just put out content and people. This sounds will fine, doesn't it? I guess. Yeah. Uh, someone's listening. Somebody is. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Winks, thinks. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Riggs Radio. Buzz. I'm in your ear. Yeah, so follow Riggs. Just don't listen to him in the morning. No, only listen to Bart in the morning. I'm terrible. Riggs Radio. So thanks to Popcorn Jake and thanks to uh, Riggs, uh, two guys I love talking to. And that's what I'm going to try to do with this podcast. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Subscribe. I don't really even know what that means. I got to figure out like how to do that and how to share to do that. I just know in podcasts, a lot of times people will say, check out these links and subscribe and like it on all the stuff. So, I mean, you go ahead and do that. Uh, that'd be great. And uh, we'll try to crank out another one next week. Wingsings podcast. Thank you.